Hey guys, this is Vanessa. My podcast is Life Paranormal with me. Listen as I serve you all things spirit, paranormal, and unexplained. Join me every other Saturday as my guest hosts and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at Paranormal. Follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. We've had a doozy of a day. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Welcome to the Horror Basement and Beyond. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny. As always, Jim Jam is here. Jim Jam here. Hope everyone is doing well. We appreciate you listening. We've got quite a few things to go over today. Um, have some listener questions. Have some uh, horse, cryptid, and UFO stuff to talk about. And we got a video game to talk about. Some horror stuff. Horror. Yeah. Horror yeah. stuff. We are the horror basement after all. Yes. We are. That we are. Uh, you want to start with the question first? Yeah, yeah. We'll start with... Uh, I think this was on Instagrams, right? It yeah, was, it looks like it. No, it's a tweet. Tw- oh, yeah. Twitter. Twitter. So, uh, Alice N. Wells asked... Uh, well... Made a suggestion, I guess. Horror as a way of dealing with loss and grief. I guess saying, how do you feel about maybe horror uh, dealing with loss? I guess people that have lost or have lost loved ones. Yeah. I guess that they can find uh, comfort in horror movies. Yeah. uh, Cope with that loss. I think, uh, Movies in general. Yeah, especially comedies. Well, I don't know about comedies. Well, yeah. I don't want to say especially. But, like, the way that horror works, if... Maybe it makes you, uh, helps you uh, escape reality for a little bit. Yeah, I think that's movies in general. At least for me. uh, I I can't label it just as horror movies. Just movies in general where... You can escape from what reality is. Like, you know, you can get away from that loss, that pain. Um, it's one reason why I rarely watch any movies that are based on true events. Yeah. Because when I go to watch a movie, I don't want the reality to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so for me, it's I go watch a movie to. Be in a different world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you escape that. You escape what we're living in today. And I rarely, like, I hardly watch any war movies. I, I mean, I will watch them, but it's just, like, I've never seen Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen, actually, I haven't seen a lot of war movies. Just because I don't 
like I don't want to, you know, relive someone else's tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> that's just not what I'm into. You know, uh, I, I that's why I really enjoy Marvel movies. But that's one way me and my my dad used to go. Um, he actually passed away be seven years and three days. Actually, that's brings up a good. No, not three days. My bad. December twelfth is today. Eleven days, uh, nine days. Uh, which my mom's, which is on my mom's birthday, huh. uh, is when he passed away. And the one thing that we used to do was we go to movies. Any movie or just mainly Marvel? Any, pretty much almost any movie. Like uh, any movie. I mean, but a lot of Marvel was coming out. You know, still is. Yeah. And then like uh, hell, any movie, just action movies, mostly action movies. You know, fantasy, sci-fi. Yeah. Uh. I don't think we went and watched a whole lot of comedy movies, which I don't think I've went and watched a whole lot of comedy movies. You know what I mean? Like, because we would try to go like once a month. Yeah. So whatever was coming out, you know, Lord of the Rings, of course. Uh, uh, but he'd really enjoy the latest movie, Star Trek, whenever, when them movies were coming out. I guess, of course, the remakes, right? Yeah, the remakes. uh which he liked the old ones too, but yeah. So and then that's I still go and I love. Do you think uh, he would have got he got that movie pass too? Yeah, he would have. Yeah, I probably would have bought it for him if I was able to, because it would have been so much easier to to get it and to just go to any movie, you know. And he he would have enjoyed it, like especially lately, like the movies that I've seen. I've, I've been to the movies thirteen, fourteen times in the last. Since August, yeah, like that's what's nice about that. Like you said, that you get that movie pass. You, you know, like you get off work and just yeah, drive to Tullahoma, watch a movie. Yeah, drive like twenty minutes, go watch a movie. Is there a cap on how many movies you can watch a week? No, you can go every day if you want, huh? Yeah, you can go every day. Like you could go multiple times a day. Shit. Yeah, there's no cap. Maybe you can get lucky and one will end right before the next one starts. I thought about that and. And I was like, man, I don't think I could do it. Like, say if, uh, just this is like Back to the Future come, you know, and they were doing the trilogy of it. Ooh. That maybe I might watch all three of them movies in yeah. a row. Probably not. I mean, the third one was okay. What did you say one movie? The Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. You know, the third one was okay. The one where they go to the West. I mean, it was all right. But the first one and the second one, I really enjoyed. I definitely, I've never seen those in theaters, so I definitely. Yeah, I haven't either. Would want to. And uh, I don't know what movie I would go to back to back, though. Like, because I I sit there and think. The first two Ghostbusters back to back? Probably. If I had the opportunity. So. What, okay. If it was a nice enough, like it, it, it has to have some really good seats too. Like, yeah. I mean, because if you sit in a movie, like a lot of these movies now are two and a half hours. Yeah, you know, and which back in the day they're ninety minutes. So, you know, you could work that a little bit better than five hours there compared to. Maybe they have like in between each movie have a twenty minute like intermission. Yeah, some shit, so you can walk. You'd have around. to go. You'd have to go use the restroom. Yeah, just like each, be back in 20 minutes and we'll start to the next one or whatever. But what would be cool is part Ghostbusters 1, 2, and Afterlife. 
Yeah, I mean that'd be super cool. Um, I just don't know if okay, Afterlife wouldn't bring me after watching it. I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? That wouldn't be a reason why I'd go. What so movie? I, I enjoyed the movie, but it's not. What What movie would it take? You don't know to make you want like an older movie or now? I, I bet you wouldn't do Lord of the Rings back to back. That'd be hard. That's like well, that'd they're be three like, hour movies. Oh, Close to three hours. There, how many is there? Four? There's three. Uh, or is there four? No, there's there's a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's them nine hours right there. And then if you did uh, the, Hobbit. the Hobbit movies. So that's a prequel, right? Yeah. Watch that yeah. before Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I've never seen The Hobbit. Oh, my God. Me and my dad got to go. Uh, I think. I don't think he got to see the final one. He passed away in 2014. No, I'm pretty sure he didn't because it come out a year or two later. And, I, of course, I went and watched it. I bought the Hobbit uh, trilogy the Hobbit trilogy when it come out. And he already had the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They made three Hobbit movies? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm way behind. I've never seen none of them. Oh, they're I've good. I've seen I mean, if, Lord of the Rings. If you like the Lord of the Rings, I, I enjoyed the Hobbit. Uh, now, I've never read the book. Yeah. I thought about it. I got Audible now. If anybody has any suggestions on Audible, I got that free credit. And I got $20 I need to spend before December 23rd or something. Like they gave me. Because it's like, well, you get three months. How, did you ever watch that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, it was okay. I, you, you should uh, check out the book. It's, it's a, like a prequel. Is it better? Well, Man. yeah. Well, it's it's really good. It, it get, I think it's more focused on uh, Brad Pitt's character. Well, the movie was eh. I wasn't a big fan of it. Like it, I, I like, thought there was going to be more action in the movie. I, the ending is where it yeah, got pretty yeah, wild. I, was just like, eh, eh. I liked how what Quentin toward Quentin Tarantino uh, altered reality pretty much, and and they live instead. Uh, what's her name? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know her name. That actress that died from the Manson family. Yeah. But. But yeah, I got I got like four months, is it four or three for like four ninety five a month. Not at all. Yeah, and uh, then they gave me twenty dollars credit, so it's pretty much like free. Well, did you like the Hatchet series? Yeah, never good. Show Try I Survivor. Is that that's an Audible a, book? That's a prequel to uh, the Hatchet series. That's about the main guy, uh, the Asian. Dude, that's in, oh yeah, yeah I that's his story up. Yeah, to it. yeah. yeah I know it's and Victor Crowley, he's selling that book in the movie. Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I know so. And uh, Adam Green narrates it. Oh, cool. Well, I might like that. Yeah, I would listen to it. It's really good. Um, well, speaking of that, as we're recording, I think they're still going right now on their uh, Yorkiethon Six, which this will be out after. So, but hopefully, they raise a lot of money. I think you still go buy. Like the poster afterwards, maybe. Yeah, I got a. Uh, my wife bought me the poster this year, and uh, it was pretty cool. Cause speaking of Back to the Future, their uh, poster for this year is a uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty cool poster. Yeah, but it's going back to uh, dealing with trauma or loss with horror films. I think a lot of people, if you grew up, uh, which I didn't get that opportunity to grow up with a, a parent that was really into horror films. Uh, I just I don't know how I still don't really know how I got to watch 
as many horror films as I did yeah. when I was a kid. Like young, I, I, I can sit think back like, and I've said this before, like where I watched these movies, but my parents didn't watch them. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't my know. My parents never did either. So I don't know where I got to watch them. I that guess that more HBO. More friends, like if you had your friends to over. Like you said that y'all would go to yeah. the video store and rent movies, right? Yeah, and then we got to watch a lot of them from, at other people's. And also it's more like watching and passing because yeah. you do slumber parties. Like you're a kid, you're not. But like I said, my friend's uh, birthday was the 13th of December. So from when Friday the 13th happened, Jason, you know, yeah. Friday the 13th. Would, would y'all own you Friday the 13th or would you watch part two? Because a lot of people skip part one. Well, the uh, it was just whatever was on TV because they actually showed. Oh, yeah, up they had night. marathons of yeah. Friday, and it was like, and I don't know if they really do that, which is a huge disappointment because when we, I guess because when we were kids, that's when it was first coming out. Well, nowadays, you can just do it yourself. You don't yeah, have to. True. Yeah, you're because right. Like behind you, shelves. Yeah, and all and the VHS players were a little bit more expensive and hard yeah. to get. Or BC, sure BC, BCRs. I said VHS players. VCRs. You know, <laughs> thinking of this question that uh, he sent in, um, I don't. I don't know if I've ever really thought about it too much. Watching a horror movie when I'm dealing with a loss or something. I don't know if I've ever even really thought about it. Uh, I, I don't think I've lost a whole lot of people in my life, as far as that I was really connected to. You know, there's my father and my grandfather, but other than that, I never had friends pass away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, there was people that passed away in high school that were, you know, young, whatever, but I was never close to anyone. Like, no one close to me has ever really passed away yet. I Do you mean, think your fear of that, of losing someone so you don't want to even attach yourself? No, to no absolutely not. <laughs> don't want to deal with drama. No, yeah, well, it's just I've never, like, my friend group didn't have that loss, that tragedy. Oh. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you hung around some pretty smart people that didn't do dumb shit to no, you. No, no, we did dumb shit. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we did dumb, I mean, you know, teenagers doing drugs and drinking. You so know. what was it? Me but, and Johnny, man, we met, what? Seven years ago. Seven years ago? Oh, yeah, because duh, the podcast is six years old. Six in a couple months. Yeah, well, I guess it was six years then. It was a little more. Yeah, it was a year after my dad passed away. Okay. Well, not a complete year. Yeah. But it was uh, 2015 is when we met. Yeah. Because that's when I started working at uh, the one place. Yeah. That was fucking horrible. Well, well. <laughs> well hopefully that'll change. Uh, well, you, well, it has changed. But yeah, uh, I think a lot of people uh, may have grown up also with a family member that watched horror with them. You know what I'm saying? Or or people, you, you get a group of friends, you know, uh, that, that were really into it and the loss. And you could really, and, and that's why I say movies, if you relate with someone with a movie in, in a genre, like it would really, like when I go and, and I can, like I say, I can only bring this back to like Marvel movies or when I go to the theater, I sit there and think my dad would really like this. Yeah. You know, it's not a sad moment. It's mm -hmm. a, this is great, you know, and I can think about how he would respond. And I think that's the way with horror films. You get in it and just watch it. Like, 
you know, I mean, we how many films have we watched like over the years? And I don't know. It just you watch horror films and, and it, it's a release. Yeah. I mean, even though tragic shit's happening to people. Yeah. It still don't. I guess, like I said, I guess it just gets your mind off things. Yeah. It helps you escape that reality that, you know, unfortunately it's going to still be there when you, you know, get out of that movie or whatever. But, you know, thinking back, though, I don't, I don't even know if I've had that many, too many people that would go to movies with me. I think my brother would probably usually. Like, I think, well, he went and saw Signs with me. And, of course, I took a girl on a date to see it a second time. <laughs> and then I saw it a third time again, I believe. So, uh, what else was it? Uh, from the, the remake of Friday the 13th, saw in theaters in McMinnville. Um, but I don't, that's the crazy thing, you know. Uh, Johnny always would refer to me as the, what was it, the horror at the beginning of when we The first, horror expert? Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I'm like, I know horror movies pretty well, but. My wife is the horror expert. Um, but actually, when I met my wife, she had this vast collection, which a lot of the movies that's behind Johnny right now are her movies. Uh, a ton of them. All the VHS up there and whatnot. The, you know, the Friday Nightmare on Elm Street box set VHS. Hers. All the Halloween hers. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, but I got more into horror when I met her. Which I love horror, but I love comedy too. When I before I met her, comedy was pretty much all I would watch, and I was big into hip hop music when I was a teenager. So I would watch a lot of them movies, like um, uh, Master P put out movies like I'm Bowdy or about was it Eddie? One was called Bowdy, I think, and then uh, I got the hookup was one of them, and then Three Six Mafia had a couple movies called Choices One and Two. Oh, see, I had no clue. And then I love watching stand-up comedy, which I still love that. But, uh, but I was a big comedy, comedy guy, comedy. Oh player. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love comedy movies. Like this, this collection right here of horror movies. We got a, I got a shit ton of collection of comedies downstairs in the sun room. So, uh, but well, I, I think that that rolls with the the horror comedies. Yeah, that's like me and yeah, Johnny. We I love we. Them. It's like Wolf Cop over there. Oh, that's fire. Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, just the name if you can't forget. Tucker and Dale versus Yeah, Evil. that's what I always bring that up, but uh, but you can't forget that movie. Um, but that's a good one. Like if you if you feel like you want to watch a movie to try to escape, watch fucking uh, horror comedy. Yeah, Hatchet movies are horror comedies, and they're really gory, and they will definitely Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, just to name a few. Uh, is there any you think off the top of your head that, you know, kind of like recommend people? No, no, like, yeah. To me, though, like any horror film. It, yeah. It's going to escape. Because my thing now, though, is, is I have a, a problem with now going to watch a horror film and seeing people get killed and I start laughing. Yeah. Well, because some of it is pretty comedic how they get yeah, It's just like, oh, my God, did you see that? Yeah. Like, you know, like, it, just because the special effects look good, and especially if they're practical effects, like, you find more of uh, uh, interest in the artwork. 
know what I'm saying? Like, because you're watching this film and you know it's not real, but for them to be able to make that scene and make it, you know, seem real and you just start really appreciating the art and yeah. you really start losing yourself into, you know, the reality, you know, and you can appreciate it. I wonder if a lot of people do that. Like, because I don't know if it's because, you know, I listen to, you know, the Movie Crypt podcast, which they talk about a lot of behind the scenes of movies, of making movies and stuff. And, you know, where we've shot uh, paranormal activity, uh, kind of, you know, that's movie making, if you want to say. Um, yeah. So I wonder if uh, if it's just normal people that don't make movies ever sit there and like, I wonder how that was shot. Uh, how that- 100%. You think that a lot of people do that? Well, because That's, I watch, I would always watch behind the scenes. I like the feature it on the, the DVD. When DVDs and Blu-rays really had behind the scenes stuff, I would watch deleted scenes and oh, some yeah. of the behind the scenes because I want to see, if I'm interested in the movie, that is. You know, if you watch a movie, you're like, damn, that was good. How, and then you see that they have a behind the scenes. I think a lot of people are interested in I really like watching the bloopers. Yeah, and the bloopers. Okay. Every film should have a blooper reel. Yeah, yeah, that's like... And it should be shown through the freaking credits. Yeah, that's perfect. You don't need to damn throw... You know, I guess you can throw them in there, but uh, like in the feature ads or whatever. But, you know, throw them in the... Like, right? Let a few credits go and then pop up the bloopers. Like, yeah, when we done, the credits come next Yeah, time. when we done Pornome Activity, I would do that because there's plenty of times we fucked up shots. Oh, yeah. Like the Tory story. Yeah. Was it Story Tory? Yeah. Is that what I said? Story Tory. But yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. Movies, horror movies, definitely help uh, deal with grief. You know, like I said, lets you escape reality and everything. Um, I hope that uh, answers your question, Alice, uh, or your yeah. I, I think topic. Uh, yeah, you. I I would be. I'd like to know others people's like how do they deal with like what movies they would like. You were talking about movies to deal with it. Uh, what movies you would go into watching to deal with your grief or your loss of even loss of an animal, a pet, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty like, nice too. You know, and just in your life, you know, like it, it'd be nice to hear other people, what they, yeah. So, uh, uh, leave us a comment or message us on the horror basement and beyond Instagram, Twitter, which on Twitter, it's a horror basement one, right? Yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh, my dumb ass when I approve that shit, I should have tried to fix that. But yeah, we're a uh, horror basement one on Inst- uh, Twitter and uh, the, the horror basement and beyond on Instagram. Yeah. And the other question, um, the other topic. Yeah. We're going to have to Instagram. We'll have to get back to this one because we actually need to do some research. And- Chris Harbin 72. So be on the lookout for this. Uh, we're going to actually research this a little bit more. That way we can go into this. But uh, he asked, uh, I'd like to see a discussion on the stories behind this, the scary movies. For example, the $10,000 that went missing in the original Amityville horror movie was based on a fact in the newspapers had based off missing insurance money that they could not find after arresting that Ronald Defio guy. He spent it before they arrested him, but they never did find the money that was missing. My, uh, I asked Amy about this, and she said she's heard about it. So it's you know it's nothing. Uh, was it uh, obscure? Is that the word? Maybe yeah. That's 
so it should be pretty easy to find and so yeah on the next episode we'll uh between now and the next episode we'll we'll research that and we'll talk about that on the next one but um it'll probably be fun too even yeah. like even like some of the other movies like uh I say I don't really watch movies that are based on true stories, so. But just, I mean, I like to hear about them, the, like the research of how things got started. Be all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll check out the next episode to hear about that. But, uh, um, so I want, I want to bring this up before we move on to some article or that that game. Uh, me and Johnny and uh, Amy and, and you know. Some more friends if they want to go. But uh, we have recently started ghost hunting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're novice. Is that the word? Yeah, we're novice. Yeah, we're amateur, novice, whatever. Uh, so we're trying to learn this. And uh, when we went to um, a house that was supposed haunted, and I think we got a couple things maybe. But I'm not sure. Next time I'm thinking we're going to, we got a friend uh, or a, yeah, a friend that uh, he's in an actual ghost hunting group, and he said uh, he would come out with us and kind of he's got some more stuff or equipment that we yeah. don't have, and he'll kind of give us a little training I guess, course training course uh, in the field. Um, so uh, looking forward to that, but it's pretty cool. We kind of did experience. Um, I think we went to a cemetery not too far from here. And our EMF detector's battery died. So I don't know if something drained it or what, but so uh, it's nine volt battery, unfortunately. So that means fucking four dollars of battery. Damn, man. They don't sell them at the Dollar Tree no more. They might. I don't know. But I got a four pack I'm getting some Duracell. So maybe the last time. But if they drain a lot quick when the ghost on, I will be going to Dollar Tree and buying them. But, um, I don't know if they sell them anymore. They used to. We'll wire it up. I might rewire it to run off of them triple uh, A batteries. It's something's cheaper. Yeah, I, I don't know why a nine volt battery is so expensive. Fuck up, I know, dude. Wouldn't it be crazy if it's just two triple A batteries in a I, in a little medical container? I doubt it is, but I'm not getting into. The, I don't want people correcting me on my. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, uh, you know, we we put a video clip up on our social media, and you can follow us on TikTok as well. But um, of us, th- what we think, we saw an orb and and uh, got something on the uh, spirit box. But yeah, we're trying that out. Hopefully, uh, beginning of the year, we're gonna get to go to South Pittsburgh Hospital and uh, get to investigate that place. I hear it's very haunted. So uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, we're we're gonna try it out. Uh... We thought about the Waverly Hills thing, and then it, I guess we decided on the last podcast, kind of, go to South Pittsburgh for like four hours. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah, because the... And, and see what, it, you know, just see what it's like to go to a place like that. Yeah, it's a lot closer, and... Uh, yeah, well, more than a lot closer. Yeah, it's a whole lot Great closer. closer. And it's like, a little bit cheaper, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like 40, 50 bucks cheaper. Well, yeah. well... So it's this, cheaper in, this in general. Day, you know, it's not a six hour. It's not a three hour drive, three and a half hour drive. So we can get our toes wet a little bit at an actual haunted place. Yeah, uh, and hopefully uh, we're looking into another location. We're trying to get with them with it. I don't think they allow ghost hunting, but the way they uh, 
you know, sent the email back, you know, it's possible it could happen. There's yeah. a slight possibility I can talk them into it if we don't show certain things, maybe. I don't know. But keep a lookout for that. Um, well, well, and that's why I would say uh, if we do go ghost hunting, a lot of it's we're not going to reveal where we go. Yeah, because a lot of people don't want that. No. Yeah, and, that, and I think that's what we're going to work with the m and m and Yeah, I think I said that right. Uh, on the people. Because, I mean, you don't want people harassing, you know, yeah. the people where you go. So it's just if you got a place and you're, like, nearby, you know, we'd be happy to come out and, like, try to learn, you know. Yeah. Because we're we're novice, as you said, amateur, and but we're not going to release like your information or put you on blast so other people harass you. But if you want to be, you know, we can interview. Yeah, we'll yeah interview we can you interview. And we can do all that if you want to be. Uh, yeah, unless you just want to be. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, just uh, uh, email us. So you can email us at uh, Tennessee. T- it's a lot easier just to email us at tnhorror at gmail.com. Or you can actually call and leave a voicemail at the uh, uh, our little hotline or whatever. If you don't, uh, if you don't have a haunting or something you want us to come check out, you can leave us a voicemail with your experience or something at nine three one three two five nine seven five five. And if you're cool with it, we'll play your audio on the air and uh, kind of react to it and talk about it. But if you have a haunted location or something you would like us to. Uh, check out that's illegal to be there. Yeah, you know, we don't want to try to damn what I, what I call gorilla ghost hunting or something. But yeah, just call that number nine three one three two five nine seven five five. If you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify, you can see the number underneath. But uh, yeah, give that call number a call and uh, yeah. And another question: If you're really experienced in ghost hunting, or you're like uh, what's the word? Um, can't think of the word, but uh. Or a word. Do you think we'd have a good? I, I got a question of. Do you think we'd have a good opportunity to catch or to find ghosts or whatever paranormal activity, even though none of us are like we're not in path or or uh, what's the other word? Uh, clairvoyant. Clairvoyant or never really had experiences with ghosts ourselves. And I think w- would be even have a chance would they even be willing i think we need to uh, if if we don't feel like we well you know uh, maybe a ghost or a spirit or whatever would not want to interact with us it's because maybe we're not opening up to, uh, enough so maybe we can talk with uh, someone that's more like a medium or something like a uh, wife with v she's a psychic medium which you've already heard her trailer before this podcast but um Maybe we can talk with her and see how we can maybe get more of in a mindset of that where we need to be. So I know they say you need to be very open to it, but you know it's wild how you got to be open to do. It. And that's what I don't. And there's the which I'm more open to. I'm open to people that have had experiences, and I believe that they believe that they've had an experience. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they truly believe it. I'm open to that, but. Why should I have to be open for a ghost for me to experience it if it's real? Yeah, you know, and that and that's the skeptic part of me. I, I go in with anything, 
even if like if we start investigating cryptids or whatever the skepticism of is this real i'm not there to you know what i'm saying to just a hundred percent believe because i think if you 100 percent believe in any of it like in going doing something you're going to find a way to talk yourself into saying that was something mm-hmm. you know what i mean and maybe that's my role of all this. You, you know, but don't want nothing to influence. Maybe yeah. a false. Whatever. Positive. Yeah. Or, you know, just like a, a false outcome of, oh, yeah, that is, you know. Like, I want to try to figure out and explain, like, why that happened. Like, I think we're going to try to do, uh, when we record stuff, if we're ghost hunting, if we hear some, a voice on the spirit box, we're not going to put up what we think it said. You know, like in the ghost hunting shows, they'll put up a little caption when they do a repeat of it. Well, unless you what they say it says. But if but if you hear it and you can hear it over and over, you should be able to hear it, right? Yeah, but I'm, I don't feel like we should put a caption. Up. We we can because then I want you to you know uh, maybe let us know what you think it was said. Well, that's where I like the last one. We they said I, it sounded like it said what's up, but I don't. But I don't know if it did. Yeah, yeah, we don't know, but but when you think about who we were trying to talk to, it was an older guy that probably died, you know passed away, and uh, I don't know when. It, I didn't ask that question. See, like I said, we're amateurs at this, but um, we didn't ask that question when they passed away, and they're older folks, so I don't think an older person would be saying what's up. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I don't know though. <laughs> Could have said, what's that? I mean... Maybe, yeah. But yeah, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to tell. Like I said, we're we're figuring this all out. And, uh, but that's, yeah, also just hit that number up, uh, 931-325-9755. Let us know if you know of a haunted location in the Middle Tennessee area that we can go check out. That Dan, it, any suggestions to help us get better at it? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's what... Leave a message on tips we can do to... Yeah, like what experience. we can do. Comment on your, your message for tips. Yeah. You know, give you a shout out. That way, that well, that way we could have a discussion on, you know, how that would work for us. But, yeah. So, uh, go ahead, Johnny. We'll just... So, we got some uh, some fun stuff in the, the horror genre. Um, which, this is, this could be fun. Because this right here is from the same company that made... Uh, yeah, Gun Media. It's a Gun Media yeah, gun. Yeah, Gun Media. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, they made Friday the 13th the game. Which yeah, Gun and, Media. Yeah, Gun Media. Which me and Johnny were uh, backer of the Friday the 13th game. No, Kickstarter, yeah. So they're making the Texas Chainsaw Massacre a game based on true events. And this right here, they got the rights to it and... Looking forward to it. It's going to be another. It's going to be like I'm pretty sure it's going to be like Friday the Thirteenth. So you're going to be survivors that's trying to escape. You'll have one killer your house. Yeah, you'll have one killer, but there's going to be multiple killers. So yeah, I guess like the hitchhiker maybe, and uh, you'll be the hitchhiker, right? The hitchhikers are the ones that. No, the hitchhiker is. Uh, man, I hate comps because I forgot. I think it's like a brother or something to Leatherface or some kin folks to Leatherface. But, uh. Yeah, they're working with Kim Hinkle. And, uh, Kane Otter is doing motion capture for Leatherface. 
I saw that. I saw a post about that. So Kane Hodder, which he did the motion capture for Friday the Thirteenth. But yeah, the coat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Texas is all about family. Okay, the cook, the hitchhiker, and Leatherface all have specific jobs to do and roles to play. So that's the yeah. You're right. That you're right, Jenny. Um, you can go to txchainsawgame.com and this article is there. But th- so three killers, and then you're going to be the survivors in it. And I'm not sure how they'll do the 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 settings, uh, because you'll have to have a house. Yeah, you'll have the house. Because you know, like uh. And Friday the 13th had campgrounds. Yeah. Well, it'll probably be based around that house, you know. Yeah, but you have to have more than one level, right? And and, and then... They might have, like, the underground well, how, area from part two and stuff. Do you think that uh, they'll do the whole mechanics again? Because there won't be a boat, right? But to, like, get in a car, have to find the battery, the keys, well, and gas. There might... There was the uh, in the first movie there they were in a little van like a Volkswagen van. Yeah. So maybe that van will be there or something, and maybe there will be some vehicles they can try to get in to get away or something. Yeah, like a truck. Yeah. Because there was a truck around at the end of it, but she yeah. jumped in the back of it. Yeah. After the semi guy got killed. What if there's a moving truck and you can just jump into it? That would, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it's all spe- I mean, yeah, speculation hey. now. But you can actually watch the little, tr- I guess, the teaser trailer yeah. of the video game right now. And I'm hoping they did, like, in the Kickstarter, like they did with Tech or Friday the 13th, where me and Johnny was able to uh, get two key, uh, was it keys, game keys, for the price of one. So that'd be pretty cool. And we was, we was actually, well, we stayed up all night. Because I think the game released on a Friday night. So we stayed up all night trying to play yeah. the... Uh, and I think Gun Media didn't realize how popular it was. They had no clue. So their servers were not capable of handling uh, the response they got for that game at the first start. But now, I believe Friday the 13th helped them launch, launch their... Uh, stuff a lot more so that's probably how they're able to make this game is because of the money they made from friday the 13th yeah and uh they're teaming up with uh i think they're teaming up with someone else too though um it, gun interactive blah, blah, blah. that's probably that's one of theirs too well that's gun media i guess gun interactive is probably the uh but it's pretty cool that kane hotter is going to be a part of it because he was really good friends with the original uh uh, Leatherface, which was uh, Gunner Hansen. Sumo Digital is also part of it. Maybe they're doing helping with the motion capture part of it or something. I'm I'm just speculating because digital sounds like it would be something to do with. Uh, yeah, probably something with that. But the motion capture. Uh, they're they're selling products. They got some uh, T-shirts, Texas Chainsaw hoodie, two yeah. hoodies, uh, and it's got you know the Gun Media game based on true events. They got a T-shirt and two different hoodies. The hoodies are on sale. Wish they would do some damn uh, 
some of the codes for two for one codes. Well, that's the thing that they don't have. They're, I don't. They're not doing. Yeah, it don't look like they're gonna do. A they're not doing a Kickstarter on this. Probably too hard to do. do uh, I say, uh, like for a game like that, it'd probably be too hard because you probably have a ton of people that want to do it, and then you have to deal with all that. Yeah, Fear the Gun and Sumo Digital are part part of the game. Does it say like did it give any kind of uh, detail on when it possibly could be out? Or not even talking about a release date yet. Yeah, they haven't really. Nah, this is just more or less just to get get things hyped up and get people excited about it. So, which you know, it works perfect because it it's get, got me and Johnny excited. So. One dude commented pre-ordered F-13 and last year the Nightmare and both turned out flops. I don't know, F-13 was actually pretty fun. Yeah, if it I, worked, when it worked, it was fun. Because the issue with that is uh, people found host migration. They didn't have the host migration part of it set. And if they play this freaking, this game better have it. Because when you go in and then the host don't like what's happening and they quit, so then everybody gets kicked out of the game. And you've been in a nine minutes out of a ten minute game. Yeah, maybe they'll that do. Sucks. Maybe they'll do it where the host can would like host migration. Yeah, like where if one person falls off, somebody else becomes the host. Yeah, same way with you know what I mean. Like because that sucked. Like well, they didn't. They lost. Oops, get your camera. Uh, they lost and and then they just jump out and that. Then there that ruined the game for me. Then there's a lot of glitches people would use to uh, like get up on the roof and stuff. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I didn't get to watch this video before we started recording. But. Which is understandable, though, on that uh, uh, with the uh, glitches and stuff. Because, you know, Gun Media was a newer company when they did. I think that was pretty much their first game, wasn't it? Yeah, that I was know. our first game. So yeah, you know. and 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 the problem with that is, is they couldn't keep supporting it because of the lawsuit that we we talked about this. The lawsuit that uh, F thirteen Friday the thirteenth was in between the original writer or whatever of the move or the story. So they couldn't keep developing because they were going to move into like uh, Jason in space. Uh, Jason was an X. Yeah. Yeah, they were going to move into like that, I think, where there's going to be a spaceship and you was going to be in space and they're going to have a board. I, I don't know if they ever did that, but I think that's where they were no, going. Man. That's where they were going, but they couldn't do it. It just died because they lost, you know, it's like, well, who, how do we get rights to it? I think you can actually still play it, though. Yeah, you probably can. But I think it's more like private parties. Are we going on to the uh, skunk ape? Uh, I was trying to see what this video is, but. Oh, yeah, here we go. It says the skunk ape is captured. Click on the article, and then you go to. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a dude in a fucking. Uh, it has, you can watch the video here, Cryptid University on Instagram, uh, from 
October 27th, and it has somebody or something. It talks about Seth Breedlove in the article. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently someone filmed Georgia Skunk Egg reportedly captured on video. Uh, what, dude? Calm down, boy. Sorry, Romero's over here whining. Um, I watched the video. I don't know. Uh, is it a, you know, they, they don't know if it's a hoax or but they suspect that it's a hoax. And it looks like it's just a dude in a... Of course, you know, like whoever's filming it is... Uh, shaking and it's not... It's got the shaky camera. And it's not very good. They probably zoomed in. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's probably... You know what's cool, though? We this was a coincidence that me and Johnny are both wearing Bigfoot shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you can go look at that. And like I say, I pulled this up before we started recording, so I didn't get to really look over the article as quick as I wanted to. But, yeah, it's, uh, it talks about Seth Breedlove in there. We've interviewed him a few, couple times, so definitely check out Small Town... Uh, Ooh, Small Town Monsters is uh they make some great documentaries about yeah. cryptids and stuff. So check them out on YouTube and Instagram and all that good stuff. Oh, so uh here we go with uh the next article we have. Um uh an anomaly anomalian. So the anomaly anomalian. Um I've never seen heard of this website, but this is from December eleventh. It was yesterday. Yep. Um, apparently, reports come out and said that uh, the U.S. military is not alone in having uh, the government's not alone uh, in having their own research or investigations of strange objects. The Chinese government has their uh. On on uh, their military is looking into this. Chinese military has its UFO task force, its own UFO task force, that's been overwhelmed by the search and sighting reports. Huh. So the People's Libertari- Liberation Army uses a three-tiered system to investigate instances of unidentified air conditions, a euphemism reminiscent of the U.S. military's term for UFOs, an unidentified aerial phenomenon. The UAPs now. Yeah. And that's from the South China Morning Post reported that. Um, PLA relies on reports of military radar stations, Air Force pilots, police stations, weather stations, and Chinese Academy of Sciences observatories to gather as much data as possible about mysterious flying objects. Then the the information is processed by the military and undergoes preliminary analysis. For being submitted to a national database, the PLA headquarters then assigns a threat index to each sighting based on the object's behavior, physical features, and any other relevant variables. But Chinese analysts have been overwhelmed in recent years by the growing number of sightings reports from a wide range of military and civilian sources. According to the Post, prompting the PLA's UFO task force to rely on artificial intelligence help sort through the data. So they're even having issues um, uh, 
with all the unidentified objects that are going through the air. And which is weird, which I mean, which actually it's not weird because if you experience it here, it's experienced all over the world, you know, and, uh, you think, uh, since China has more people that they would have a lot more sightings so much, they got a ton of people there. What do you think? Possibly, and this right here says the increasing popularity of recreational drones as well as an uptick in military activity in the South China Sea could also explain why the PLA has been inundated with UFO reports. China's, here's, here you go. China's only officially confirmed UFO sighting occurred in 1998 when two military jets intercepted a low-flying object that appeared above an air force base or an air base in Kangzhou, Hawaii province. The object was described as short, as a short-legged mushroom. The beams of light shooting down from its underside, the object was able to quickly accelerate before disappearing from radar. Cornered to a report about the incident published in an official website or newspaper. Yeah, so uh, UFOs are out there. Something's out there that people can't explain, and if they're having issues, which a lot of it's probably can be explained, you know, as far as <clears throat> their government doing secret training stuff, just like our government does. Every government in the world does. Oh, yeah. um, they uh, do have more space. Like Area 51. Yeah, China does have more space probably to, you know, like where there's not as many people living to do some tests. Do you think China has their own Area 51? Probably. You know, isn't it crazy, though, like the president of the United States can't even go there? He's not even cl got clearance to go to the... Yeah, super weird, ain't it? That's crazy, though, that you would... Uh, so the president of the United States don't The commander-in-chief Yeah, is what he's considered. So who's higher than him? There must be someone higher than him if they're not letting him uh, go to certain places. Yeah, and why wouldn't they let him go? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you not allow them to go in and see if you're not hiding anything? Yeah. But I guess uh, it's the whole this thing is, uh, where you get the military that people and leaders and stuff that consider themselves better or higher, more important. Don't get down. More important uh, than someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like, they deserve to know more than what the public or even yeah. a president because the president's only there short term. Mm -hmm. You know, these people are there for long term. Maybe they think someone will get to them and uh, yeah. well, he'll expose it or whatever. More likely. <clears throat> You're a weirdo. Let me scratch your butt with my shoe. Uh, uh, he's such a weirdo. He's a weird dog. Get down, Ramal. Get down. Get down. Uh, yeah, so... UFOs are out there, um, whether or not, maybe hopefully one day we'll just get invaded. That'd be crazy. See shit in the sky, that just like, oh, fuck, that's real. Yeah. There won't be no hiding that. Maybe, maybe it'll happen one day. Yeah, maybe. All right. So, um, I'm going to ask you this on air, but just because. 
guess there's a Fear Expo, the 21st. The 21st to the 23rd, which we'll probably do it on the 22nd. Do you want to go to the Fear Expo in Owensboro, Kentucky? What's the Fear Expo? It's a haunted house like convention. I don't know. Wait, the 22nd? January 22nd. Oh, January. I was like, yeah, I can't go with it. December 22nd. That's on a, a, a Wednesday, and I'm going to get yeah. tattoo work done. That's January 22nd. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like a trade show. You know, but yeah. you, you can just see, like, animatronic stuff. Yeah, hell, I definitely, if we can go. Yeah, yeah, we, we, can, we can go with uh, Halloween Hall. You know, that's, that's where I saw it, though. Terrell posted it. Um, maybe we can get some footage from there. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, y'all, yeah. I guess that's all we got, Johnny. All right? Yeah, I appreciate you listening. Go follow us on the social media stuff. Uh, TikTok uh, is uh, the Horror Basement Beyond. Horror Basement and be- the Horror Basement and Beyond on Instagram. Horror Basement One on Twitter. Yeah, uh, follow us on TikTok so we can do live videos. Yeah, we're trying to get that so we can do live videos for Ghost Go something. Yeah, that'd and, be pretty cool. And then we got uh, in February. In February, we got Conuga. Yeah, Conuga. It's it's coming up two months. Oh wow. Yeah, so we're gonna start planning on uh, that. The panels, yeah, the panels. Yeah, panels. So we're doing panels again this year. So uh, if you have suggestions on panels that you would like us to do, hell, hit us up at tnhorror at gmail.com. Message us on Instagram or Twitter. Or uh, you can call that phone number, uh, 931-325-9755. Thank, like Johnny said, thanks for listening. This yep. is all we got, y'all. We out. Peace. Now it's time to say goodbye to the basement guys again. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. Y'all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Or that is spooks and spells. Take your shirt off. Y'all come back now. Here.